The following program on WCBS is sponsored by Pair Core Solutions. Welcome to Gut Wisdom on WCBS News Radio 880. I'm Deirdre Koppelman, along here with your co-host, John Gassman, a.k.a. JG. How you be? We're good. We're good. Happy Saturday night. Yeah. So we talk about topics every Saturday night to help you in your personal and professional lives. Gut Wisdom will make you think and will leave you with real solutions that come from real wisdoms. And that's why we call it Gut Wisdom, radio that resonates. Love it. So tonight we're talking about the subject of empathy. Empathy. Why tonight are we talking about empathy? Great question, JG, because I believe we're living in a world that we need to educate people on a lot of things about empathy. Mm. You know, understanding what it is, do they have it, how to get more, so, why, so why wait, we don't. So what, what is the definition of empathy? So the traditional definition that I believe our listeners would agree is if you have empathy, you know, it's you have the ability to put yourself in somebody else's shoes. Mm. And... If you think about it, the importance of being able to have empathy for another person is just tremendous. Absolutely. Right? So think about it. If you call a customer service department because you're unhappy with something you've experienced with the company, if you're lucky enough to chat with a customer service rep that has empathy, mm-hmm. well then, you're going to create tremendous loyalty. Yeah, so true. You know, it's funny because we've been talking about and training folks on empathy in the workplace for so long. And it's needed so much more now than ever when you think about 70% of employees or over 70% are so unhappy and not engaged. So how much of this do you think has to do with empathy, JG? A lot. Yeah, you would think so. Yeah. It's incredible. You know, one of the things that we have seen is empathy levels, you know, irrespective of the industry or the title, it's just low. Yep, very low. Yeah. So... When we come back right after the break, we're going to get into what empathy is and what it's not. How does that sound? Great. Excellent. Stay tuned. You're listening to Gut Wisdom, radio that resonates. Weather can make or break your future plans. Gusty winds, drenching downpours, weekday mornings and afternoons. Get the WCBS five-day forecast. Sponsored by your local New York Acura dealers. Visit them online today at nyacuradealers.com. Hear traffic and weather together on the 8th from WCBS News Radio 880. Welcome back, everybody. And if you're just tuning in, I'm Deirdre Koppelman here with your co-host, John Gassman. Hey, hey. A.K.A. J.G. And you're listening to Gut Wisdom radio that resonates. Tonight we're exploring the depths of empathy. Mm. And we, JG and I, are going to give you wisdoms on what empathy is, what it's not, why some of us have less empathy than others, why it it matters, and a ton of other wisdoms on this topic. Yeah, right. And you know what? It's such a timely topic, especially with uh, Valentine's Day coming up. Sharing your love with people, empathizing with people too. Yeah. Yeah. But before the break, we're just getting into what empathy is, as you said, what it's not. Mm -hmm. So let's give our listeners some clarity. Okay? Okay. Yeah. So first of all, there are all different types of empathy, right? Yes. So for example, think about when you watch, uh, let's say, a really scary movie. Someone with a high degree of what's called Effective empathy is going to have a very, very strong reaction to what's happening in the movie, right? They're going to feel feel scared, but they'll also feel the fright and the pain very strongly with themselves for the characters in the movie 
that are scared or pain. Totally they're true. Gonna, they're going to be in I their I can't skin. even watch. Mm-hmm. I, and, and I'm sure that's because... Well, you don't like scary movies to begin with. Because I have a high degree of empathy. And, and I, I love and scary movies, so I have a very low <laughs> degree of empathy. <laughs> so that's the affective, right? Part mm-hmm. of empathy. Then there's empathy that's really more cognitive. You know, where it's an ability, a skill mm-hmm. to, un, you know, to be able to understand somebody else's emotions. So think about, for example, a psychologist, mm-hmm. right? They understand the emotions of a patient in a very rational way, yeah. but doesn't mean that they can really relate or necessarily share the same feelings that the client is having. Yeah, Does that make sense? Yeah. And I, I would think just like a doctor, you know. True. Some of them don't have a bedside manner, and you got to say, wow, these people really, truly lack empathy. Yeah. And there are other doctors that feel yes. your pain, what yes. you're going through. I've experienced both, no question. So let's talk about then self-awareness Favorite topic. Uh, as it relates mm-hmm. to this, because I think you've mentioned this several times. It's the first level in leadership, really understanding yourself, being self-aware. Absolutely. So what I think we should clarify here for our listeners tonight is what is the difference then between, let's say, empathy and sympathy? Ah, JG, you're full of good questions. I'm all about the questions tonight. All right. Okay, I'm going. I'm on the learning team tonight. I'm, I'm good with that. So, well, one sure way to differentiate empathy and sympathy, think of a scenario like this. If you know someone is suffering, upset, frustrated, or angry... And let's say you just don't care. Mm. Well, then obviously you're lacking sympathy. Yep. Right? I I totally get it. And if you know someone is suffering, and what was it, upset, frustrated, and angry, Mm -hmm. and you can feel their pain, feel the emotion, Mm -hmm. you can relate to it, you can understand and share that person's feelings. Right. Then you have empathy. That's good. And here's Does you know, that make sense? That definitely makes okay, sense. So and we I got can it. even break it down a little bit more, make it make it maybe a little clearer. Okay. Sympathy is feeling compassion, sorrow, or pity, let's say, for the hardships that another person is experiencing. Mm-hmm. Whereas empathy is our capacity, our ability to imagine ourselves in another person's situation where you're actually able to feel their experience, their emotions and ideas. And I actually read something that I'll share very, very quickly um, from a listener. So he made it really clear. The article itself, okay, sympathy is more of uh, a specific term that Mm -hmm. means to actually feel compassion or pity for a person's situation usually based on the fact that you have had a similar experience and really do understand what the person is feeling. Okay. So for example, I'm sorry to hear about your mom's passing. My mom died of cancer as well. It's a terrible disease. That's sympathy. Yeah. Now, if that person had not experienced the loss of his mother or a close you know, relative for that matter, then you wouldn't really, that person really wouldn't have a true understanding of what the other person is feeling and would therefore have to try to put himself in the other person's shoes by showing empathy, Mm. right? Which is the desire or the attempt to mentally put yourself in that person's shoes in order to understand their emotions. So for example, it would be more like, I'm so sorry for the loss of your mother. I would be crushed if I had to deal with the death of a loved one. I'm here if you need me. So I think, I I hope that breaks it out a little bit more sympathy, you know, versus empathy. And and I've heard people say when I've attended like a shiva, Mm -hmm. you know, someone say, "How how could they say they understand? They have haven't lost a parent or a loved right. one 
And it's Sympathy. because of, right. Yes. Yeah. Good so I point. can definitely relate to that. You know, and it's fascinating too, JG, that, you know, for the 10 plus years that we've been studying empathy, actually quantifying it yeah. on an individual, you know, level, you know, by person and then yeah. by team, by department, by yep. company, yep. the low levels of empathy that we've seen, the patterns, they're just not specific to any industry or any demographic. Yes, and we definitely have some interesting information that I think we should share with our listeners tonight about why empathy is so low. And a matter of fact, it seems Mm -hmm. uh, from a lot of the companies we've worked in, it's even getting lower Mm -hmm. than it used to be. True. And I'd say for starters, it seems that the growing emphasis is now on me, Yes. You know what I mean? It's all about me. Me, the way of life would have to come with decreased emphasis on others. It's all about me, the boss, the owner. Yeah. Well, that's definitely one reason why there's low levels of empathy. And I would also venture to guess that, you know, we're a society that we're, con- you know, consistently bombarded with harsh news. Oh, my God. I mean, horrendous. The media, technology, social media. Totally. So it's possible that maybe we get even a little desensitized to the pain of others. Maybe that's a a reason why empathy levels are low. Yeah, I think also, you're right. Also, people live very, very busy lives today. True. Right? Mom's carpooling. Mm -hmm. uh, You're busy at work. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's always stuff coming up. And... That will help cause a drop in the level of empathy that you may have. Sure. You know, busy trying to pave that road to success and not having enough resources or money. And it just, no question. I definitely, I definitely agree with that. So, so many people have asked, you know, do we think empathy is a choice or is it not? Well, let's put that out to our listeners. Mm-hmm. And if you're driving, keep your hands on on the wheel. Please. But I'd be curious to hear your responses. Post it on our Facebook page or email dk at gutwisdom.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are interested in hearing what you think. Do you think empathy is a choice or are you just born with X percentage of empathy and that's it? So that's what we want to know from you. And what do you think, JJ? Uh, I would say definitely. Uh you know, it's a choice. And if you're motivated, mm. you know, to feel mm-hmm. and to think mm-hmm. about others, then we all have the ability to do so. And the key operative word, I would say, is motivated. Every action starts with you have to be motiv- motivation, will, mo- desire, and commitment. And commitment. Okay, yes. so that's our opinion. Curious to hear what our listeners think. Didn't, I- you, didn't you read an interesting article? Oh, we talk about in the New York, New York Times? Times? Yes. So I read an article, uh, it was published last year, and the New York Times had said that, in fact, empathy is a choice that we make whether or not we want to extend ourselves to each other. So in other words, mm-hmm. the limits to our empathy can change, and sometimes oh, drastically, depending yeah. on what we want to feel. Yeah. I, and I'm going to interject here. It's just like riding a bike, right? Mm. You know? That's a skill that you could learn and you can develop. So I think for our listeners, you know, they could do things to increase their levels of empathy if they want to. Absolutely. So I know later on in the show, we are going to get into some very, very specific wisdoms, exercises, things that you can do to raise your empathy levels. And, you know, when you raise your empathy levels, you actually 
feel good. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And you look at what a guy like Donald Trump, the president, does when he tweets. He's the Twitter in chief, right? <laughs> or the chief of Twitter, whatever. <laughs> Anyways, you know, what he puts out there, you got to wonder what his level of empathy is. Ooh. And some people would say he's got very high levels of empathy with his constituents, but yeah. others would feel op- the opposite. Yeah, I okay. But I think there are lessons to Why be learned. Why don't we put that one out, listeners? I'd be mm. curious. Email me, not when you're driving, dk <laughs> at gutwisdom, G-U-T-W-I-Z-D-O-M dot com. What do you think? Do you think that our POTUS, our President of the United States, has a high level of empathy? Or and, not? and... What can he do to increase his levels of empathy? Well, I would... If you feel that he doesn't have... Yes. ...a high level of empathy. Yeah. I personally, I'd like to sit that man down, have a one-on-one with him, just on empathy alone. The communication skills, you know, and his policies and the way he thinks is one thing. But let's just take it to empathy. The way he communicates, that's what this is about. I would love, love to share with him what we're sharing with our listeners yeah. tonight yeah. and see if he could practice it and mm. and show the world. Mm. Can we get, oh, I have an idea. Can we give him a copy of our upcoming book? Oh, but it's not a book on empathy, but it is a, it is a good book. What, what is it, JJ? <laughs> How do we obliterate drama? Yeah, it's the gut wisdom, first gut wisdom book ever. This is ever. exciting. It's yeah. very exciting and it's gut wisdom, how to obliterate drama in your life from the playground to the boardroom. And how about we give a few away? Okay, we can do that. We would you like to just put that out there? Okay. Yeah. Anybody who anybody, anybody who's listening. First 10 people. No. <laughs> I don't like limits. Whoever would like who's listening would like to reserve a free F R E E copy of our first ever gut wisdom book on how to obliterate drama, I'd like you to email me as well, dk at gutwisdom.com, G-U-T-W-I-Z-D-O-M, and uh, and we'll reserve the book. The book is coming out, by the way, March 9th. Yeah. So you can email me now. We're keeping a list of who we'll be sending those things to. Yeah. So we could certainly send... Uh, the President of the United States the book. We can send him something yeah. on drama, but boy, would I love to give him... Uh, you know, maybe we could... How do we get the podcast of this out to him? He could really use some empathy training. (laughs) You'll call him later. (laughs) Well, what? so when we come back, what are we talking about? Because I know we're going to be going to a break shortly. Well, I think we're going to talk about the why. We're going to talk about the why. That's your favorite question to ask. Why? You have to get to the root. root, Oh, the root. Are you going to say the root? The root root is on fire? No. Okay, you sure? (laughs) No singing. Are you sure? Okay. I was told not to sing on the radio. Uh-huh. You can sing on the radio. Who's So, by the way, before we step away for a break, we are coming back with um, how you can practice increasing your empathy, some cool things to do. And it is going to be Valentine's Day on Tuesday, I think, mm. correct? Hmm. What are you doing for Valentine's Day? I'm going to send you flowers. <laughs> My sister sent me Godiva chocolates. That was empathy. I think she was feeling that maybe I didn't have a Valentine. So anyway, you're listening to Gut Wisdom, radio that resonates on WCBS News Radio 880. We'll be back. Stay tuned. Join the year-long celebration of 50 years of all news on WCBS. Tune into the Small Business Spotlight, sponsored by Zero, spelled X-E-R-O, beautiful accounting software. Hey, everybody. 
We're back, and you're listening to Gut Wisdom. I'm JG, John Gassman, here with your host, Deirdre Koppelman. Say hello, D. Good evening. <laughs> and right before the break, we were chatting about whether or not having empathy is a choice we make or not, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, we were. That was the topic. So before we agree or agree to disagree, as yes. we do so often, I want yes, to <laughs> dive into the why. Why in the world does this matter so much? Why, mm. does ha- why is having empathy so important? I'm getting fired up already. Yeah. Is it really necessary? Well, don't and get, for what? Yeah. And for what? Well, don't get me started on the why. Think about it. All people, leaders, children, Whatever, whoever. Spouses. Right. When you take the time to understand others, I mean, you're just a winner in my book. I mean, that, oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and I will guarantee this tonight, JG, for everyone listening, if you work at understanding someone's feelings, instead of trying to automatically solve their problem uh. or even or even dismiss them because maybe you don't agree with how they're feeling, yep. you will never... I promise you this, you will never hear things like this from your spouse, your kids, what is it? your friends, what is it? your Bring relatives, it your coworkers, what is your it? parents. You will never hear the following words. Ready? Uh, I'm listening. Okay. You didn't hear a word I said. You never listened to me. Oh my gosh. You will never hear that again. Ever. I'm telling you, for everybody listening tonight... I must hear that every other night (laughs) when I get home. Well... Are you listening to me? You didn't hear a word I said. mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh my goodness. So so my kids will never say to me that I'm not listening. That is correct. (laughs) That is correct. And because the key word to empathy is, you know, again, I'll say my opinion... Um, but it's also out there, you know, published in dictionaries. By definition, as we said, the key is understanding. Right. Understanding, though, by listening with our ears, our eyes, our hearts, our instincts. Correct. Right? So if you're a really good listener, mm-hmm. and by that we mean you are focused, present, and only listening. Got it. Right. Okay. Without thinking about and from what. Again, without thinking mm-hmm. about a response or a solution, or in my case, a defense. <laughs> mm-hmm. While the other person is talking. Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. That's when you're exercising empathy. But that's kind of hard to do for some people. Yeah. I mean, some people want to just jump in, right? Like, I, I, I find myself, I forget what you call it on the drama triangle, the rescuer. I want to jump in. I want to help. I have the answer. You know, I, I want to just... Sure. Quick, fast. I got it. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of that is, well, it comes from a good heart, right? Thank you. Yeah. Well, typically. Mm -hmm. Or it comes from we're so darn busy that when somebody is coming to you, no matter who it is, and they're blah, blah, blahing, and you just want to sort of like, okay, do this. Or that's ridiculous. You shouldn't feel that way. Or sometimes just because we're in a rush and we just want to, you know, dismiss or especially, like I said before, if you don't agree. So it's very um, and and it's not going to work. And and, and wait, before we we continue, I want to explain why it won't work. Okay. Mm -hmm. when so I'm very fired up about empathy. Yeah. You know, this is my one of my passions. 
A hundred percent. Yeah. I think I wanted to, maybe the next book, there's a book that I wanted to write. Everybody's got a book in them. Deirdre's got 10. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe at least 10. Um, one of the, one of the books that I will write, I swear I will, is uh, Let Them Eat Cake, A Guide to Empathy in the Workplace. But that I have been talking about empathy forever. And here's why. When somebody is angry, or they need to vent. And this could literally, oh gosh, this yeah. could be your three-year-old who's, you know, freaking out about the fact that their brother or sister or older sibling took their toy in there. Or it could be your coworker who is just, I can't say the word, but, you know. P.O.'d. P.O.'d. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard for me. Um, you know, P.O.'d at something or somebody. Yeah. It is really tough to hear it. But really hear it, right? Again, you want to give a quick solution or don't feel that way or that's not necessary. So in fact, what you're doing is you're really not helping that person. Sure. You're not... De- you're not. Um, but you want to give them an answer, right? You want to help. Well, of course so you do. So what is the best way to help... And I've seen this in the in the office or with clients. They come in, they vet to you. Right. And as you said, they're upset, Right. right? So what do we do? We we practice active listening? Correct. Okay. So active listening is, there's a nuance to active listening. So Mm -hmm. you're not just listening and you're not half listening and you're not listening with the goal to, uh, or the intent to respond. Yes. You're just listening. You are shutting down. You are hearing this person. Again, three-year-old, co-worker, spouse, whatever. Right. So the empathetic person is going to practice active listening by first what? First, not thinking about anything else other than what this person is saying. Okay. That's step one step to one. active listening. Mm-hmm. Then the second step is after that person has exhausted <laughs> and said everything that they have to say. Right. You ask them, what else? You can absolutely ask what else. Let them get it out. But the next part of the active listening yeah. is now being able to acknowledge what you heard. Uh, so how would one do that? Well, you can always start out with, so I understand you're feeling X. You're upset. You're frustrated. You're angry. You're sad. Whatever. And I get that because it sounds like, you know, from what you're describing to me, XYZ, repeat what you've heard, right? I I totally get that. Even if you don't agree with why they feel that way. Mm -hmm. So what you're doing in step two is you're acknowledging what they've said. Okay. That that you heard them. Okay. So now what happens automatically is the hot air comes out. There's like a a Mm. woosa because now that individual has now feels and knows so it's got to be sincere it has to be authentic always okay but they feel and know that they've been heard and when you know in your heart that somebody heard you they understood you Mm -hmm. they acknowledged your feelings yeah i will tell you you take the that hot air out of the balloon goes away and now what happens they are totally open or more open for sure to any solution that you may want to yeah. bring to them. Yeah. That's active listening. I've seen where you've done this with people 
Yeah. And I could tell from their body language alone, mm-hmm. right? They come in, arms folded, red faces, <laughs> yes. you know, glasses on top of their head. Hair they're up. pounding they're pounding, you know, their chest or yeah. their their fist in their other yeah. hand. Uh, yeah. And by the time, you know, you take your glasses off, you turn off your computer and say, Okay, I'm listening and mm-hmm. blah 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 and go through step one, step two, step three, that all of a sudden at the end their body language changes. Correct. All of a sudden, you know, they're no longer red in the face. There's a smile. They're shaking their head in the affirmative. Mm-hmm. Their their arms are unfolded. Mm-hmm. They're more open. Absolutely. We want to be so, heard. So how can our listeners practice? Mm. Right? Point. How can they practice empathy or empathetic uh, or active listening? Yes. More importantly. So here's a cool way to practice active listening, listeners. So I'm assuming if you're listening, I know there are people at home listening, but we have to take a guess that you're listening to news, traffic, and weather, and maybe and our show, and our show, (laughs) and maybe you're on, maybe you're on the GW, and you're you know stuck in traffic, right? Um, But maybe you're going out to dinner tonight. Oh, this is going to be good. I feel it. Maybe you're celebrating Valentine's Day tonight. Maybe there's an anniversary. Maybe you're just going to a movie and dinner. Whatever. Yeah. You get to the restaurant. Mm -hmm. So this is a good way to do this because you're not practicing it at home yet and you're not practicing it at work yet. So you're kind of practicing active listening in this sort of neutral environment and usually a pleasant environment. So it's not an environment of conflict, right? It's not, you're not getting, hopefully you're not getting an angry waiter (laughs) coming up to you. So (laughs) it's a good neutral place to practice active listening because the more you practice it, the more it becomes a habit. It changes your behavior, and now you're increasing your empathy. See how that all goes? Okay, so let's get back to it. You get to the restaurant. Typically, waiter or waitress comes over, introduces themselves. Hey, I'm Do Joe. Want drinks? Do and you let want me drinks, tell you the specials. And let me tell you, know, are you ready to hear our specials? Yeah. So very often, if you look around, right? Mm-hmm. Even if in your own dinner party, let's say, mm-hmm. very, very often, you'll have people at, you know, at the table the uh, the patrons, maybe they're looking at their phones. Yep. Maybe they're talking to somebody else at the table. Yep. Um, they may not be looking at the waiter at all. Maybe they already know what they want to eat. Yeah, what, what they want to have, and they're, <laughs> That's they, have, me. they yeah. don't. Yeah, I don't have any interest in what the specials are tonight. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, put all of that aside okay. because we're here to practice active listening. So we're on a mission. Mm-hmm. I don't care if you know what you want. That forget it. I pff, nope. Put the phone away. Okay. You are to look straight at the waiter or waitress's eyes when they are telling you what the specials are. And usually there's at least two or three specials. You know, so tonight's specials are maybe it's, you know, grilled chicken with asparagus and roasted my... Oh, I must be hungry. I'm getting hungry. Yeah, I just heard your stomach growl. (laughs) I hope nobody else did. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry about that. Uh, So you are, your mission is to listen to every single special, every aspect of every special. No phones, no talking, get it out. You are listening to listen. End of story, right? Yes. Okay, I got and it. And now, after the specials have been read, you're going to turn around and you're going to look right back at that waiter and you're going to ask maybe a couple of questions about one of the specials. For example, Okay, so if I heard you correctly, Mm -hmm. the second special that you mentioned was the salmon Mm. with the, what what do we say? I don't know. I'm not a foodie. Tartar sauce? 
Uh, tartar sauce. Okay, with the tartar sauce came with X, Y, and Z. Okay, I'm not going to get caught up in the fact that you're a foodie and I'm not. Dijon mustard. The point is, is you are going to give that waiter full attention and then you're going to be able to recite back. Okay, so if I understood you correctly or if I heard you correctly, always a good way to start when you're practicing active listening with those phrases. Okay. So if I heard you correctly, uh, that second special was bump, 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 whatever it was. And, And listeners, you cannot, if you're practicing active listening... You're not allowed in this game, in this mission, to just repeat the last thing that was said. That's okay. a no-no. If you really want to challenge yourself, maybe go back to the first one. And you right. are to repeat every single thing that that waiter or waitress brought to you. Wow. That is a neutral place to practice active listening. And again, the key here, what we're trying to get across is the more you practice active listening, yeah. the intent just to listen, that's it, right? Yep the more you increase your empathy. Wow. I bet you the waiter or waitress or the server themselves is going to be totally off guard that you can repeat back to them all the specials. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. I mean, they appreciate it because you know yeah. what? You, they they too, were heard. They were heard. Oh my God, sure. Listened to and acknowledged. Yeah. And who doesn't want that? I agree. It's such a cool, I love that way of of practicing active listening because, again, the more you do it, I promise you listeners, you get in the habit of truly practicing active listening wherever you are and whomever you're with, family, three-year-old, 30-year-old, 90-year-old, you get in that habit and I promise you, you will never hear, you don't understand a word I just said or you weren't listening. You never listened to me. That will be gone from every relationship, work or otherwise. So critical to success, both in the workplace and at home. And I'm going to begin practicing that a little more often Mm. than I do. Okay. Do you remember, well, you you actually have done a a, a good job. You know, it's not always easy to demonstrate empathy, as you said before. Mm -hmm. And we've made it clear how crucial it is at home in relationships and workplaces. Do you remember... JG working with uh, two co-presidents, right? Their empathy scores were somewhere, I don't know, around 20, 23% out of 100%. It was low, yes. <laughs> they actually fought with me because they saw no value, zero, in getting some help and increasing their empathy. So what happened? I fired them. Yeah. I can't work, you know, if you don't understand the value of empathy and why it's important to care about other people, I can't work with you. I'm not, I won't be able to help you. Sure. Yeah. It all starts with self-awareness and motivation to want to improve. Yes, it does. So I'd like to just say stay tuned, everybody, as uh, we're going to come up with news and traffic shortly. We're going to talk a little bit about empathy, the habits of highly empathetic people, Mm -hmm. and practical, simple, single, doable wisdoms that Mm -hmm. we can all utilize to increase our levels of empathy. Mm -hmm. And if you have any comments or feedback, please share them with us at dk at gutwisdom.com. We love your comments. Stay tuned. The sounds of all news on WCBS. There is somebody out there in a tightrope walk right at the tippy top. The plane has come down in a small town, Lockerbie. WCBS presents 50 years of news coverage in New York. Martha Stewart was very solemn. From 1967. This is Robinson, you're trying to seduce me. To 2017. Aren't you? Join us for our year-long celebration. 
We're back and you're listening to Gut Wisdom Radio That Resonates. I'm Deirdre Koppelman. And if you're just tuning in, JG and I are going to share wisdoms with you. How to increase empathy in your life and at work. Love it. Yep. And uh, let me also add that if you've just tuning in for the first time to our show, I would urge you to check out our website, gutwisdom.com. And uh, you can download prior uh, podcasts, right, mm-hmm. on episodes, iTunes. Yeah. Episodes on iTunes, Play.it, or right directly on our uh, website. That's correct. And we'd love to have your feedback and, and comments because you never know, you may end up being on the show. Uh, well, yeah, working on that. We've got a couple of listeners that have just been, uh, they email every single week. They have yeah. great topics. So we're working on a schedule to bring some listeners on. Let's share a couple of wisdoms now. On empathy. Yep. Okay. Do you have one? Yes. And this one I got from my dad. May. And Mel. And Mel. Gasman down Does in May Florida. believe this? May, May is huge on this. She is okay. definitely a follower of for this particular one, I would say for sure. Okay. So he, they both do this. Absolutely. Okay. My father more so. He's more of the extrovert, mm-hmm. you know, between the two of them. But they're both a little out there. <laughs> you know, they're a little bit out there, my parents. <laughs> no Maybe surprise. that's why I am who I am. No surprise, listeners. But my yes. dad, he's always curious. I think he's probably got the highest level of curiosity that I've ever met in an individual. So he's brilliant. Of course. He's my father. Mm-hmm. He's the man. Mm-hmm. But he is curious about people. He's curious about strangers. He if strangers he if he doesn't know you, he, there's nothing that will hold him back from walking up to you and just starting a conversation and asking about you. And he may he may ask you like he may guess like your weight, which is pretty funny when he does <laughs> things like that. But he tries to guess where you're from, your heritage, your religion, your origin, where really? your family came from. He he's and he's a huge history buff. So this is a way he learns about history. But what I find is so how, what does that do with how how does curiosity about strangers how does that how how does that relate to empathy? How do you think? Well, I I'm going to think about this out loud. Obviously, yeah. I'm also very curious. I wouldn't. I don't know that I'm yes, curious about. You are. Yeah, I guess I would use the word curious. Yes. I love people. Yes, and I love to. You're a people person. I am. I love. You love to, to learn. I love to engage. Totally. And I and I just find that you know all people are. You're interested. Inter- I am interested in other yeah. people. That's true, and I do have a high level of empathy. Yeah, it's like, there's a connection there. Exactly. Yeah. You hit it on the point. There's a connection, be, be, I think, between being curious about other people and empathy. Yeah. You know, it's it's interesting. I guess I find... People who have high levels of empathy take a genuine interest in other people. Yeah. That's the point. More than themselves. Yeah, absolutely. That's where that's what I can relate to. Yeah. I'm much more interested in having somebody talk to me about themselves and learning about them and, you know, whatever, you know, just, just getting to know somebody. I'm much more interested in having somebody else talk to me than me just go through, you know, talking head all about me, 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 yeah. me, me. Next time you're at a networking event, next time you're on a, on a bus, wherever you are, you're on an airplane, try to strike up a conversation and learn as much as you can about the person. Yeah. Sitting next to you. But don't be creepy. <laughs> <laughs> don't be a stalker. <laughs> no creepiness. Um, How about another one? Okay, so I'd say um, get rid of our assumptions. 
Get rid of the judgments and the prejudices. Don't preconceived I, notions. You know yeah, what I don't like. What yeah. don't I like? I don't like labels. Yep. I don't like when we lump people into groups and and use labels. I, I would much rather suggest a wisdom to increase your empathy would be find common ground with everybody, whether you agree with their points of view, mm-hmm. whether you know them. Yeah. It's not. It's not about you know I agree or disagree. It's about. Where's the common ground that we share? I think that's a wisdom for uh, increasing empathy. And one of the things we do inside of companies where there's conflict, right? Yes. One One of the approaches we have is to try to get both sides... To find common ground. Absolutely. Right? Yes. To create a win-win yes. for the people. Yes. It's understanding. Yes. It comes down to empathy is understanding. I understand. I know. you. <laughs> I, think you I think you've been trained to say that. I have. Yeah. So what, what can we do, JG? You, Give another wisdom. Do you ever watch the uh, TV show Undercover Boss? One of my favorites. It's, Next to Shark Tank, it's yes. my, probably my second favorite. Although this is us now. Yeah. For those of you who know me and make fun of me that I don't watch enough television, that show's pretty good. Yeah. A lot of empathy in there. Well, here's something I think everyone can try, whether it's at home or at business, and that's trying to walk, it, as you say, in someone else's shoes. So trade places. Mm. Right, And I'm not talking about the old movie, Trading Places. I knew where you were going (laughs) with that one. But that's an interesting one, too, you know, Trading Places, but the movie. But, you know, what do you see in Undercover Boss? You see the boss who now has to... Be, you know, work in the factory. Right. And right. they know diddly about, diddly exactly. squat about whatever that employee. Or the conditions, to, or the conditions oh that yeah. the employees are working under, the resources that they don't have. Sure. The, sh- the, the, stresses, the stresses that they come with, yeah. you know, how long it takes them to get all those those things that you wouldn't necessarily know. And it's so often when we're in companies, the, the owners, the managers say, wow, I didn't know that, or I never I never realized that, when they have to trade places and understand mm-hmm. what their coworker or employee or their direct report is going through until they trade places. Mm-hmm. They have no understanding. So here's something you can do, because if trading places is difficult, especially at work, here's what I used to do when I was... Uh, a long time ago, the president of a catalog company, I sensed that there were people that would sit there and, you know, let's say, I think his name was Glenn. That's how far back I'm going. You know, he'd leave at three or four o'clock. He was you a co- had dark hair then, right? I still have And by dark. the way, everybody, Deirdre did her hair. She's getting ready for Valentine's <laughs> Day. Up. Not that she had any grays, but wow, she, she really did I a have poochie to tell moo-moo you, sh- on It's her not hair. a poochie it's- moo-moo. And by the way, shout out to Angela at Warren Tracomi because they are <laughs> unbelievable. You can just tell them I sent you. But this guy, Glenn, yeah. I'm just giving you an example. So Glenn would leave, you know, every day at like three, four o'clock. He was a copywriter. And you could tell there was just animosity. This this people kind of judging, you know, Thanks. like what like yeah. you know, who is he and why can he leave? So do you know what he used to do? Every month, if we had a let's say a team meeting or a staff uh-huh. meeting, yeah. every month somebody in the company was invited to be what would I called as the guest. And their their role as the guest that month was to share what their piece of the puzzle was. What exactly did they do for the company? Hmm. Right? Their background. What do they work on? Their piece of the puzzle, what so to speak. What a great idea. Yeah. And it worked. Because, I mean, not a lot of people wanted that visibility, but at the end of the day, 
it gave them the opportunity, A, to be visible sure. and to share. And then it gave everybody else the opportunity to learn from them and there was no judgment. Right. So Understand. that's a way of, tra- you couldn't yeah. really trade places, right? But it was a very good way to open eyes and increase empathy. Well, Just a thought. If I, you wanted I, to do I that. love it. How about another one? Yeah, I, because this is one you kept talking about before, active listening. Mm-hmm. So how to, how, again, we went through practicing active listening earlier. Yep. Do you want me to repeat what active no, listening is? No, do you have is? any more items to share about that? Oh, let's see. Open up the kimono mm, maybe a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I think I would add to active listening, not in the restaurant, um, not that example. And again, if you're just tuning in, you have no idea what we're talking about per se, but um, it'll be on our website and on the blog. It's important to listen with all your senses. I, I think that's the key that I get from active listening. And acknowledge. Eyes, the key with active yeah. listening is two things. One, you're listening so that you're not listening with the intent to respond mm-hmm. or judge. Mm-hmm. And then you're acknowledging the person's feelings, whether you agree with them or not. So that that's the key to active listening. And I would add to that, um, in conflict situations, you know, be a little vulnerable. Open your kimono. Share, you know, everybody's got a story. Sure. You know, if you can break it down, yeah. you'll build trust that way also. We've done some role plays in companies to ascertain whether or not the employee understands and can recognize mm-hmm. another employee's emotion. And often they don't. No. And that's the key is to be able to recognize the mm-hmm. emotions and being able to put yourself in their skin and understand what the other person thinks mm-hmm. and feels. True. So that's a great exercise. I love it. So here's a question. To employ. Here's a question. Yeah. Is empathy a you have it or you don't? Say that again. Is When we talk about empathy, yeah. is it something that you're born with? And you have, or you have a certain level of, and it never grows. Oh, everybody has, I think everybody has mm. a level. There's no doubt. We measure this inside of companies. True. It's a question of whether or not you want to move the needle. How motivated are you to move the needle to increase your level of empathy? Everybody's got it. You're True. born with it. And with will, desire, and, and commitment. commitment. What Amen. happens? You could move the world. You could change the course of the Titanic. You could change the course of your... Yay, (laughs) JJ! You can change the course of your direction. You're funny. Hmm. What about trying to understand somebody's point of view? I knew you were talking to me about this before. Um, Yeah, I think we can all learn something and, you know, we can add empathy To it. You know, we all may not agree with other people or each other, whether it's family, friends. Yeah. But I would challenge everybody, just shut up and listen. That's probably the best word I would say is if you really want to do something, if you really want to practice your your level of empathy. Right. Quiet your mind and listen. Correct. And I would add to that, have some deeper conversations. So. You know, listening to understand and not necessarily to agree is great. And acknowledging how somebody's feeling, obviously, we want you to do that. Try to go a little bit deeper, right? Because you you want to have real conversations. Do you know what I mean? You don't want to be yeah. like, oh, I understand you feel that way because X, Y, Z, and then like move along. No, really understand. Care. I'm curious how many of our listeners work in environments where they feel they're not listened to. Hmm. You can email me that too, dk at gutwisdom.com. Well, it's almost time to go, D, so let's No, share. well, I got my hair did, so I'm ready. Yeah. Saturday night. 
And I ain't got nobody? No, I've got a date. I'm going out tonight. <laughs> Caught you off guard. What do you want to say before we have to go? Well, I'd love for people, again, give us feedback. Share with us your thoughts, your comments. Go to our website. I can't stress this enough. But for those of you, we have lots of different sessions and segments that we've spoken about on our show, like self-sacrifice, leader, um, leadership, um, anger management, emotional intelligence, uh, verbal and nonverbal communication. That's been a big one. Bully, the drama triangle. Uh, bully boss is another bully one. Bully bosses, yeah. culture vo- vultures. It's been, uh, we have fun every week. Absolutely. And remember, we're coming out with our first book. Yay! So if you want March to reser- if you want to reserve a copy, email Deirdre at dk at gutwisdom dot com. And the book, just so you know, is um, the first book is Gut Wisdom on uh, obliterating drama in your life. Does anybody the- not have drama? Everybody has drama, but I will tell you in the book, you know what well, you know what you get. What do you get? The remedy. The Ooh, ad- the the secret yes, sauce. The secret sauce. The medicine. Yes, just like we promised you tonight, if you practice active listening, you will never hear, you don't hear me, you don't listen, you don't understand. I can tell you when you read the book, uh, all drama will be obliterated. And this is stuff we do inside of companies. I know. It's It's so much fun. (laughs) So let's thank our listeners. Yes. And the folks here at WCBS News Radio 880 who have uh, really made us feel a part of the family. And next week, what are we talking about? I don't know. What do you got in mind? Are you kidding? Next week, we are going to get into gut wisdom, really gut wisdom, intuition. Instincts. Instinct. Do you trust your gut? I do. Some do, some don't. Mm. Some will, some some won't. (laughs) You took the words out of my mouth. (laughs) Yeah, so we're going to be talking about gut instinct. Do you use it? How do you tap into it? Mm, Good, juicy stuff. So you're listening to Gut Wisdom on WCBS News Radio 880. Have a great Valentine's Day, everybody. Thank you for listening. Gut Wisdom is sponsored by Pear Core Solutions. 